0: Afternoon, beautiful people. It is a beautiful day outside. I'm feeling good. I'm looking good. But so I did say I was gonna gonna start doing like special guests and start bringing people on because I know y'all don't get tired of me talking, but I get tired of hearing me talk and just doing all the talking. But I pretty much just learn stuff and I just come on here and share it. But I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna start bringing guests on to make it, you know, to just keep going to a higher level with the podcast or whatever. Um, So the person I have coming on, he's a friend of mine's. Um, He's going to discuss the male perspective on healing. Because there's only so much information I can give. I can't give male advice. That's not my area. That's not my audience. But I'm like, why not get someone else's perspective on this? And why it's so important to heal and additional. So every Saturday at 530, I'm going to start doing podcasts with a guest and how this works is you would just download the Anchor app and you can just invite me on Facebook or Instagram. Um, Both my Instagram and Facebook is Shanice Cahill, and that's S-H-A-N-I-C-E and space K and space H-I-L-L. So whatever you're comfortable with talking about, something I prefer to that you overcame a situation um, because like when we discuss these or talk about things that we overcame you never know who went through that you never know who could who can that help you never know like who needs to hear it so that's like my whole point of just being open and transparent on my podcast and just helping people out there properly like through my journey or through your journey so if you're definitely down for that just inbox me or write me on instagram and i'll definitely set it up it take me a minute because i've been doing a million things now like I just be doing a bunch of unnecessary stuff most of the time. But I do. I will come up with some questions to ask you. I will send you the questions just to double check if you're comfortable with those questions. Anything you don't want me to talk about, I definitely respect your wishes. But I do do really want people that's not ashamed of their past. That's the biggest goal for me. But that's it. We about to get this podcast started, you guys. And tune in, Tinker Butts. Is it working? Yeah, it's working. It worked? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is my first time. I'm like, I'm all on YouTube. Oh, wait. I am recording. But I'm on YouTube trying to figure, <laughs> trying to figure out, like, how did this work? But, okay. So, i need like, an introduction before you came on. So, you ready?
1: Okay. Yeah, I'm ready.
0: i probably- That's a true tour as you laughing with me already. <laughs> okay, so, um, I had do serious. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you can introduce yourself and.
1: Let me see. Uh, I can just say first name, right? Or I gotta say my
0: whole name. No, you ain't gotta. You ain't gotta give me no a government uh, name. Okay, cool, cool.
1: I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, Darius. Yeah.
0: Okay, so you want to? So we're gonna talk about healing from a perspective, and okay. I'm gonna ask them some questions, all that good stuff. So first, I want you to tell us like about your healing journey, and. About your healing journey or like your heart getting broken in the past. Just something from a male's point of view to start off.
1: Okay. Uh okay, so uh let's see. Well, I've only been in uh two relationships. Um both relationships, uh I left, decided to leave, and uh the first oh. one I was I was only eighteen. So uh-huh. Uh, That relationship only lasted like six months. Um,
0: Why so (laughs) short?
1: Because I was in college and she was in high school. So um, as we transitioned, like, everybody was basically in her head, like, oh, he's in college. He's going to be dealing with grown women and, you know.
0: Kelly, huh? She She wasn't that
1: young. (laughs) 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 She was how old oh, man. was she in some grade? Uh, no, she was in the 11th grade, and I was uh, so she was 16, and I was 18.
0: Oh, that I ain't just bad. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I <almost> <laughs> <bad>. <laughs> yeah. It still sounds bad after you, you know, when you look think about it. But uh, it
0: not sound bad back then. But now we do the stuff they be talking about.
1: Exactly, exactly. But um, so yeah, it only lasted six months. You know, um, I, you know, you start hearing rumors and you start seeing things. So. I'm the type of person I push back. So I went like almost four years, three and a half years. That it really took me that long to really get over her because like I had invested like a lot of energy basically chasing her, you feel me? Like if you really think about it, as I got older, I really thought like, yo, I was really chasing her because I used to write poems on Facebook, you know what I'm saying? Like even when the memories come back on, you know, my Facebook page, I really looked like, damn, I was begging. <laughs> her to try to talk to me and it took me, you know, that three, three and a half, you know, four year mark for me to really get over. Cause I, I really, you know, invested a lot of time, you know what I'm saying? I, I became creative. I didn't even know I could write poetry until I, you know, started talking to her. So when I had got into uh, my second relationship, you know, everything was smooth. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get through this six months, you know, and then it ended up being two and a half years, and I broke that off, you know, because you you start seeing things again, you know, you start... Was
0: she broken, or, like, It sounded like you wasn't the broken one, so was was the second relationship, was she broken? Like, like, I mean, I don't, like, I don't want to down talk about it, but, like, if you could just uh, say, like, the broken issues that she, you had to experience with her.
1: Yeah, um, she was broken. But and, and I and you know what's crazy? I knew it from the beginning, but I didn't know what it was called. Like yeah. when you you can you can when you get to know a person and you know they start showing you different signs or they, they tell you they, they story or their previous relationship. You know, you, you don't really put the the pieces together until you actually experience it with that person. And, you know, in my last relationship she told me she was with a guy for eight and a half years, you know, and she had two daughters, so you know, when she first told me I wasn't really, you know I wasn't alarmed, you know, but when when they tell you the story about everything they've been through and it's so traumatizing I was so focused on trying to show her what love was and -hmm. how that wasn't it, you know what I'm saying, and sometimes you can be talking to a person and you can just not like eliminate what they're saying but you can just like pass it off, like you know what? Don't even worry about that, cause you got me now, and I'm about to show you how. Like you really not even really paying attention
0: Red to them telling exactly. So, <laughs> and uh, you
1: know, it it, it became crazy because you start you start experiencing it for yourself, you know. And um, I'm not perfect, but one thing I can say is like when I'm in a relationship, like I'm committed, and when I get that feeling or if I start seeing things and I'm receiving things and, you know, then that's when I really, you know, I really be like, okay, I'm gone. But with the second relationship, it was harder for me to leave because when I committed to you, I also committed to your you know, your children and you got yeah. two daughters. So, like, I mean, we wasn't married or nothing, but at the same time, like, if I'm pursuing you, like, yo, I have to, I have to love your kids and I mentally left, you know, not even really to be honest with you, probably like a year and a half. But I was still with her physically, and mm. it was it was harder for me to to really leave. But at some time, you know, at some point, you really gotta leave it alone, you know. And it was hard for me to leave, but I did leave for myself, and um, you know, it, the 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 healing journey was hard because like I was literally crying every day you, gotta <laughs> you know what I'm saying but you <laughs> like,
0: like, and most men say I gotta walk around and just hold it <laughs> in like hey. no you gotta cry Cause I was Man. crying in your face like.
1: Like, for real like and it was it was just I don't. It, it was weird because my sisters and them they never seen me cry my mama never really seen me cry like that but it really was you know an emotional toll because you, you can put a lot of energy into something Think, you know thinking it's really gonna work out and I've always been a one chance type of person. Like you mess up one chance, like I can't even rock with. So when you didn't gave about thirty chances, you like, hold oh, no. on, you know. So, I can do
0: a million, <laughs> you know. <laughs>
1: so it was just, it, it was just, it was scary, you know. And it was times where you know I go because she had unfriended me after we broke up, you know. And it was times where I go on her page. I probably went on her page like twice, but. Yeah. I knew, like, <laughs> I knew, like, you know what? Because I was already mentally gone. You feel me? A year, like, a year and a half. You know what I'm saying? It was like I have really found myself really begging her to change certain things for like six months straight. You know what I'm saying? So what, so, what
0: did you then, like, what, I'm sorry. Like, what? Like, what you asked to change, or like, what
1: was your request? To, like, to uh, going on? see, it was more of it was communication and it was attitude. So, um. Like, she shuts down a lot, you know what I'm saying? And when you're a person who shuts down a lot, when somebody is trying to get an explanation for something you did or somebody is trying to talk to you, you know, that makes a person feel like, yo, you're not hearing me, you know? You don't want to, you know, and it's kind of like a defense mechanism. You know, you shut down, you know? So that was like a real big red flag for me, you know? And I know me, like, I can, it might seem like I'm nagging, you feel me? But it's really me just letting you know how I feel. Now, I don't like arguing. So I'm going to come to you, you know, be like, yo, you know, what's going on? Why you ain't been talking to me? You know, I'm one of those type of people. And, like, if you ain't talking to me in three days, whether I'm in your face or not, I'm going to really ask you, like, yo, you ain't going to talk to me. You all right? You know, I just want to make sure everything good. And when you're in a relationship with a person who shuts down a lot and, you know, is, is defensive, it's hard for them to really accept that you just really being genuine with them, you know, cause they've really experienced a lot, you know, mm-hmm. being in a relationship and, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was, it was, it was really hard, you know, uh, I remember it was times where, you know, she would jump in her sleep and that, you know, it was because of things she used to go through in previous relationship and, you know, I'm there to hold her, and it, it just stopped. So I felt like, you know, I'm having an emotional connection. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's all good. But, you know, after a while, it's just certain things you keep, you just keep seeing. You know, I started getting text messages, you know what I'm saying? From the baby daddy. I started getting uh, uh, Facebook messages, you know what I'm saying? Like, that
0: baby, uh, that's, <laughs> I, don't, I don't even got a baby daddy. <laughs>
1: you know what I'm saying like it was just that stuff
0: is a mess
1: <laughs> man like you know and it was crazy because I was younger I was only a year younger so you know every time we'd go out people would ask like you know y'all got kids and and you know they will always be amazed that I don't have any children and they'd be like you know you should be happy you got a, a guy who younger than you and you know is okay with you having kids and mm-hmm. it was just it was, it was a great experience you feel me at first but then you know you just, I don't know, maybe maybe sometimes it's just, I don't know, it's a thing.
0: So uh, how, how did something. you how did you, like, separate from the kid? Like, I had that same situation with somebody had two daughters. Like, how did you just you fall in love with the kids? Like, mm-hmm. you fall in love with that person and you fall in love with the kids. So it's like, yep. did you just cut the kids off and was like get them kids? Like
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, I wouldn't, see, 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 that's, that'd be harsh. No, I didn't do it like that it was more uh it was really more of her, of her really um and i and i respected it like she had um when we broke up she said something like i was like i love you all you know what i'm saying but i can't really you know be in this relationship if you're going to treat me like this you know if you're going to you know continuously you know disrespect me like this and she had said something like uh well, you don't love me or my kids, and that hurt me, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, what? Like, hold on. Like, And when she said that, it kind of pushed, like, made her really not have them call me. You know what I'm saying? And it'd be times where I didn't want to be, like, this person who was trying to keep the relationship alive, so mm-hmm. I'm going to just call for the kids and, and mm-hmm. then ask me. Like, I didn't want to be that type of person. So, you know, It was just more of I felt like maybe she was just like okay well I'm not gonna force him to talk to them but I'm also not gonna force them to call him so she kind of just you know pushed them away from me but the thing is you know when you basically they the kids end up calling me (laughs) and uh, I don't know (laughs) how they I don't know how they did because I don't I didn't even think my number was still saved so you know the girls called me and mind you they was like three and four. So they called me and it was like, my mom is asleep. So they basically sneaking, sneaking <laughs> <and> calling me. <laughs> and, you know, and, it, and, it, and the conversation wasn't that long, you know, but it was, it really took about maybe, I didn't talk to him for about like maybe three, four months. And like, I was really emotional when I talked to him, you know, so yeah. it was really, you know, it was really hard. But after that, you know, I just really just gave it space because I knew like, eventually she's going to either, from, you know, from what I was seeing, you know, maybe she might talk back to the baby daddy. So I don't want to, you know, put no flame into it. Like, oh, why he keep calling? You know what I'm saying? Like, I just mm-hmm. was like, okay, those are, you know, your your children. I do love them, but I can't force you to try to, you know, keep me in their lives, you know? and so this, um, Did she
0: know that you uh, spoke with them that day?
1: Yeah, I, I I think she did because I had talked to, the girl's again the second time and uh and she always checks her face times so i'm quite sure she's seen it <laughs> but um i had talked to the girl's again and she even texted me and was like uh the girl's miss you and um yeah she was like the girl's miss you and um i didn't think that was genuine because like a few days before she had called me and said that the blender was broke and i was <laughs> like <laughs> It was like, huh? Like, the blender broke. Like, what? <laughs> and she was trying to... T- and she was just basically telling me, like, yeah, like, I broke the blender. You know what so saying? Do you want me to replace it? And I'm like...
0: I don't care. And i just I'm like, huh?
1: Like, what? Like, the blender. So, you know, it, she she knew. You feel me? And then she ended up texting me one time and was like... Um, you know, you have a relationship with my my daughters, you know, I can't stop that. Like, I've been with you, you know what I'm saying, for almost three years, so, you know, but I always knew, like, it was never, the relationship was never going to be the same, whether it was with her or even the kids, because I'm still going to be, you know, perceived as the ex, and when you, you know, go into a different relationship, guys are not going to respect, like, oh, you was with him for, you know, and he watched his kids grow up, so it was kind of just like, okay, I still have this, yeah. I still have this rapport with your family. I still have this rapport with your kids. So, you know, I'ma always love them regardless. You know, if you ever need anything, you know, you can call me. You know, and that was just really it. Like, I just, it was more of her distancing from me, but I just had to deal with it. Like, I wasn't, I wasn't trying to just invade anybody's privacy. You know, so it it was hard. Call
0: me. Man. Was, uh, oh man! Like I was like I was exact same thing. I remember the same thing happened to me with the guy I dated. His two daughters and they FaceTime me, when he was like on the bed. He took the iPad and hung up. Soon as he saw my face when he seen his kids FaceTime me, and I'm like, is it that deep? Oh, and I was, like, you know what?
1: Yeah.
0: I was like, it's a wrap. Like y'all better not call me for nothing. Like I don't even care. Oh, man. but so like, th- what did you use to get over her? Like, did you? Like, did you start to use like temporary fill ups? Like, not be like, did you use like sex, drugs, alcohol? Or did you just try to find somebody else to get over her? Like, what did you do to get over her? Um,
1: no. Like, um, like my process has always been different. Like, I never like experienced a, uh, the breakup and then like talk to a, a bunch of girls to try to get over. I never went through that. Like, that's the weird part. Nobody really believes me, but I never, you know, went through that. Um, I think it was just more me just, uh, I'm so family oriented. So just staying busy. And then like, I work, I I, I literally work myself to death. So that was See, really, that's, that's,
0: that's a temporary <laughs> fella. There yeah, you go. Yeah, uh-uh. there yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that would be one of them. Yes. Yes. That's uh that's a, a big one. Like I literally work, you know, try to work like seven days. Like I literally like try to work the whole week because, it keeps me moving, I don't have to sit and think, you know, and then when I started to sit and think it was it was about them, but then i had to i started praying, you know, I had to really like try to find anything to really get my mind off of it and like i said i was I was crying almost every day, you know, and then the type of music I listen to, I listen to rap, but I also listen to r and b and i listen to i listen to the old school R&B so you be real depressed you know <laughs>
0: I don't know I keep telling people y'all don't supposed to listen to sad music when y'all going to something Man, like, you,
1: you do not <laughs>
0: like, y'all be there that's why you cry because you, you listen to Yes. I can't listen to sad music when I'm going through something. It's like, well, I put on K. Michelle. Now I'm about to go pull up to this house and want to beat him up. <laughs> I'm not about to do that. Like, that's yeah. going to trigger every emotion. Yeah, but did you like... have to sit with your emotions? Like, Did you have to sit? Like, when did, you, when did you have time to sit if you was working seven days straight?
1: Well, with my schedule, I was working seven days straight. But let's say like I couldn't pick up a day. So now mm-hmm. it's like, okay, you stuck with this. So what you going to do? And then it it was times where I I really had to sit and just think about it. And that's, you know, I cried, you know what I'm saying? Um, But it was this one particular time where my best friend texted me and she sent me a status that my ex had shared. Because my best friend made a a post and was like, uh, thank God for my ex uh, for sending me back to the streets. I love it here. So my ex shared the post, you know. And my best friend basically commented because, you know, she was laughing and was, you know, basically just parading, you know, and my best friend commented and she sent me the, you know, the p- picture of it. And when I seen that, that's what really made me think, like, what, what you sitting here crying for, man? Like, your, yeah. heart, your heart broken and some, you know, the person you <laughs> person you love is out here celebrating and she out here single." So it's like, you know, I really have to we really... You're
0: really it. broken, though. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I definitely, I definitely used to think that. Nice to go to his page and mm-hmm. like, I see him talking about another girl, mm-hmm. and I'd be like, dang, really, but really, they just broken. Yep. They maybe like they celebrating. Yep, they ain't celebrating. And that, and that, you think you would... oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh no, oh, no.
1: oh I, I was about to say. And the crazy part was, I knew her. Like I studied her. You know what I'm saying? That was the crazy part that she didn't understand. Like I studied everything about her. I knew when she was mad. I knew when she was sad. I knew when she was depressed. I knew what made her happy and what didn't. I knew all her love languages. So I knew when she would be lying, whether it was to me or Facebook. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I knew, you know, so it was kind of like I, it was that moment where I sat there and I just thought like, you crying for nothing because this person happy. But then I, you know, I had to really tell myself this, like yo, she ain't even really happy either. She want everybody to, you know, she wanted to basically show that her crown is not slipping basically put it like that so yeah it, it's just it was crazy it was hard though it was definitely hard
0: do you think you attract broken women
1: yeah I've said that I say, I've said said that before I've said that before because um, uh, even if well yeah yeah yep yeah, yep yeah. my first girlfriend was yeah. broken too <laughs> yeah uh, even even women I tried to you know, uh talk to like um, they always tell me like, "Oh, Darius, you' too perfect, or Darius, um, I'm not ready for you, or um, you know, I try to talk to a woman, and she'd tell me that she's over her ex, and next thing you know, they are going on Twitter, and <laughs> you know, or uh, it was one it was one uh, woman I really did like. But uh, you know, she told me she didn't have a boyfriend. Next thing I know, she was in Texas kissing him, and I, you know, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's yeah, I, I
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, so uh, I think so I... so. Do you I, block
0: them girls, or you keep them? I'm sorry, you block them, or do you keep them on like social media?
1: To be honest with you, I'm actually really cool with all of them. <laughs>
0: okay, you're not. Nice, I'm blocking you. <laughs>
1: you know, like, I can't. <laughs> I mean, I give you, you, you're going to get that silence though. Like, you know, when I'm, if I was texting you every day, like, you're not going to get that, you know, you're, you're going to get that silence for a minute and then you're going to realize like, oh, like I really messed up a good friendship, you know what I'm saying? With him. Cause I was not, you know, being truthful to him. So yeah, like I, I'm still friends with them, you know, they are, well, some of them happy, you know, but yeah, I think I, I attract broken women, but i don't know people say it's a good thing some people say it's a bad thing so i say it's a bad thing because i'm exactly i'm getting close to 30 i ain't you know so i can't keep
0: you <laughs> oh, ain't that close to 30 now <laughs>
1: hey you know five years i'll be 30 so you you know you technically 30 but i'm technically 30 at 26
0: That's right right, right
1: right right <laughs> right so yeah it's it's a journey though you know um but it's just it's all about your choices. Even if you attract broken women, it's still you still have a choice. You know, mm-hmm. you know, even broken broken men. Like you, you still have a choice to if you want to allow that. So yeah, that's it's been a journey. It's definitely been a journey. So how
0: long it take how long it takes to get over her, like the girl who was with sweet Like what was your time frame?
1: Oh, uh we broke up, uh it might sound bad, but we broke up on Sweetest Day. And uh I mean, I was already over mentally, so um, really, me crying and, and and going through, you know, my emotional stage, that was really because um, I was blaming myself, and you know, I missed the kids. So it really, it really took me maybe, maybe like four months, yeah, about four five months, you know, because I was already just. I was gone, like, because I knew it it wasn't no changing. So I knew that, you know what I'm saying, for a whole year. So I was like, yeah, this this ain't even going to work. So when I broke it off, it really took me about, yeah, about three, four months. And I was good. I was really good. And and it's so much with that story. But, yeah, like, I I was really good, though. It it took me three, four months, definitely, definitely. Um, So
0: I wonder... I wonder, like, why do women say, "Hey, I want, I want a good guy," but they still run after, like, the bad or the stupid guy.
1: I mean, I don't know. I, I think it's, I think it's the illusion, maybe, like, um, like all movies sh- shows is you know the good guy, uh, mm-hmm. the good woman, you know, so they never really show like, uh the bad guy's version. And most women, they get tired of looking at the good guy, because the good guy is seen as born. Like, he's looked at as born. So, women, they sometimes want that excitement, and they feel like, you know, the guy who's not 100% faithful to him, who, you know, is not 100% truthful, they feel like that gives them excitement. You know, some people also love negativity. You know, so um, when you're not giving them that, you know, like my ex, like, she... She like, you know, she was used to arguing. So, when a guy really trying to sit down and talk to you, you it's, it's foreign to you. It's you know, it's not really you don't know how to handle that. So, I think people only really gravitate to what they know, and if you really know that, like, yeah, it's 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 definitely hard. And some and some women and men try to change people to make them who they want them to be. You know, mm-hmm. it's in you know, it's they usually say it's potential, but you only see the potential in a person. When they show you potentially something like they can't, you know, you can't put your own potential on top of a person. A person has to show you a little bit of something for you to know, like, okay, I can work with that. You know what I'm saying? Like you have potential to be something. But if they if that person doesn't have it and they're so used to something else, you know, and then some people are broken and don't even realize they are. They don't want to accept it or don't realize it. So.
0: There's a bunch of people like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, no offense to them, yeah, but yeah. I like when I'm talking to people. I just noticed like this person just have no knowledge that they're broken. And when you're not in tune with your spiritual life, yep. your flesh crave like that bad boy type. But the more I got deep into spiritual, like my taste buds changed towards men. Where I'm like the guys I used to date, yep. I won't even look twice at them no more. Cause it's like. My I want somebody my spirit want like I you can't feed my flesh like that's dangerous to date somebody who feeds your flesh but can't touch your spirit. Yeah, and
1: but that's a, mm. And you know what's also crazy is how I knew I was mentally over her while still being in a relationship is I used to pray like she was Muslim <clears throat> and I'm Christian so I never had a problem you know with what she believed in. Um, but I remember I used to pray to God and just ask him like. Of this, help this relationship, you know what I'm saying? Like, really, I really love this woman. Like, I, can you really, you know, help us out? And, like, I kid you not, nothing happened. It was the same thing, literally the same thing, same, you know, situations, same argument, same bad communication. And then one day I just asked God, I'm like, if this isn't for me, let me know. And we and we hear these stories a lot. How people always ask God, that. and I literally asked him. And
0: that's my favorite to ask. Literally,
1: like I started getting text messages, this, and that. And I'm like all mm-hmm. oh, that, like, and that's what. Okay,
0: God, <laughs> that's, that's enough. Right. Like, that's like, enough. Like, you're killing me. Like, hold on. <laughs> like,
1: I get it, right? Like, let me digest this one first. <laughs> like, hold on. <laughs> and that's when I knew. Like, when I asked, you know, and it was it was really over for that you know mentally it was really over like i was just like okay i got everything i need i don't know there is i don't i know you staying for this reason but you know you should have been left but yeah like i knew i knew from there and i was like yeah it's over it's just not going to work this ain't going to work If God's showing me all this after i just asked him but i've been praying to him five times to keep us together you know i prayed one time mm-hmm. to say is this for me and he's showing me all this so i'm like yeah So that's how I knew I was over, you know, I was over mentally. I was over with that. So So
0: it's a post that you made me get the post I posted yesterday. It's saying when God shows you it's time to let someone go and you refuse to accept it, He will allow the person to hurt you to the point you have no choice but to let go. I definitely agree. God will allow people think, well, God is good or whatever, but He definitely will allow somebody to hurt you until you get the common sense. Yep. To walk away and just end it, yep. like. Yep. And then people get mad at God, like, why would you do that? But yeah, that is crazy. That's definitely
1: that's definitely true. And I just made a post saying uh, it was yesterday or last night, saying that uh, God won't stop the storm, but He'll give you you know enough strength to uh, walk through it. So
0: mm-hmm. it,
1: yeah, it, yeah, definitely, it definitely, it definitely works for sure, definitely. You know, I'm just glad I so, didn't lose my faith in them for real. Like a lot of people be in relationships and they lose their faith in God for real. So,
0: oh wait, I didn't <coughs> think Or make that relationship an idol. I've seen that a lot. Or yeah. they they get a relationship and they walk away from God the moment they start dating somebody new. Make that person their God, exactly. And that's dangerous. Exactly. I used to do it myself. Exactly. I was stupid.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it happens. <laughs> It definitely Boy,
0: happened. God, the bricks at my head. I still didn't
1: listen. <laughs> Man, it, it happened. I
0: like this was slow right here.
1: <laughs> Man, but
0: but how you deal with like rejection? I feel like that's something most men go through is rejection. Like,
1: oh uh, well, I mean, I've been I've been rejected my my whole life. You feel me? Uh, I think I didn't <clears throat> I didn't understand rejection until till I got older, yeah, Until I was about, like, maybe twenty, twenty-one, you know, um, just rejection in general, like, um, if, if I liked a, a female or anything like that, uh, I used to be, like, defensive. I'd be like, oh, hey, don't, she don't like me, you know, but as I got older, like, I, um, I really just, like, accepted it, you know, because back then when I was younger, like, I really was... Uh, had low self esteem and a lot so you know that really caused me to be real defensive and um
0: so how you overcome that low self esteem?
1: Uh that's a long story.
0: Okay, so um
1: so uh I have like um three different skin conditions, right? And mm-hmm. a lot of people thought it was acne, but it wasn't. And as I got older, um My skin got a little bit better, but it was still bad. And um, I didn't want to do the test or anything. So I really had to deal with it, you know. And um, it was a lot of, like, bumps on my nose and stuff like that. But it wasn't acne. So I didn't want nobody to do tests on me or nothing like that. So I had to learn to deal with that, be out in public, you know. Not uh, I'm still shy to this day, but, you know, um, I used to be antisocial. So I really had to... um, just put myself in uncomfortable positions in order to really get over that and then um as I got older my skin got worse because I ended up getting an ear piercing and got a keloid so then now you know it's like dang, you just gained all this confidence and got your self-esteem up now you got a keloid so now you got to I know you about to you know feel bad about yourself so now I'm hiding myself again you know I'm at Cedar Point with a hoodie on and it's like 90 degrees outside because I didn't want nobody to see it so the self esteem started going back down and then um, you know I I was with my ex at the time and she accepted me so that really boosted my self esteem yeah. up as well like you know she didn't really see that like she didn't see that it, as part of me she really just see, saw me for me so um, that boosted my self esteem but uh, that was really it Just just knowing like at the end of the day, like people are going to talk about you regardless, like people are going to reject you regardless. So, you know, you can either be in that bubble and stay depressed or stay down, or you know, you can live your life and whoever accepts you, accepts you. Whoever don't, you know, it's not really your concern. Um, so you know, I, I still be getting rejected though to this day, like <laughs> I've, I've told women I liked them and they said, What you what do you like about me? And I just sent the whole paragraph like letting them know like, yo, I be watching you. This, this, that. And you know, one girl, she ain't text me back for a whole week. <laughs> and and she and, right, she was on <laughs> she was on Facebook like, uh, I'ma still text you though. Cause I had made a status and she text me, she uh commented was like, I've been busy but I'ma still text you and I'm like, Oh okay. <laughs> right, you know what I'm saying. So when I
0: that.
1: <laughs> yeah, so yeah, like, but I deal with rejection now. I deal with it uh well, you know um, if somebody doesn't you know like me, want to talk to me or want to be around me, that's that's fine with me. You know, I don't really uh, I spend too much time trying to care, you know, care what people think about me. So now it's like, well, I'm good. And I I don't really have to accept that. You know, so yeah. I'll, I'll be good. I'll be
0: good on that for sure. I wish I like. I think I be telling guys like I don't want to date because I'm like I'm I'm. I feel like I'm almost finished with the process, mm-hmm. but I'm at a point in my life where I went relationship to relationship, so I never had time by myself before. So now this is my time alone, right. and like guys right. in my inbox, they don't respect that when I say like I'm not trying to. I'll be cool, be cordial, like. Male, female friend, like that type of stuff, but they be trying to marry you and talk crazy. Then they get mad. If I don't respond back. Right. Hey, this boy wrote like three paragraphs yesterday, and it's like, what do you tell them? If I keep telling y'all I'm not in the headspace to date mm-hmm. right now, like, do you should I just ignore their message or should I just I just ignore? Them. Once I tell you once and you don't respect my boundaries, I'm just ignore
1: you. Yep, the reason why you should ignore because most of them have a, a a little thought process like I had that I can change you. Like I can make you fall mm-hmm. in love or I can, you know, some people intentions are bad. Well, most people's intentions are bad, but you know, if, if guys are really trying to take the time out to really get to know you, or they might just say the right things, they have a, a, a thought process to where they feel like, okay, you telling me that you ain't ready, but I can make you ready. You get know what I'm saying? Like, you missing out on me. That's how, that's how most guys really think. Like, I'm the catch. You missing out on me. You know, you better take these three paragraphs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you're, you know what I'm saying? And then when you really ignore me, they'll be like, dang, I done wrote three paragraphs. And you ain't re- even responding. So it's just all about um, if they can't respect your, your, your privacy or, like, respect where you coming from, then they don't really understand you already. You know what I'm saying? They won't even understand you when you healed. You know, some of them don't even know what broken is or the healing stage is. Exactly.
0: So if they can't
1: understand that, then they won't even understand you when you, your whole self again. So, yeah, I, w- I would I ignore them if if I was you. Um, yeah, I, w- I would definitely ignore him. He
0: copy and paste, he copy and paste the message three times. Like, I ain't read the first
1: one. Oh, no, oh, no okay. he's, a, he's a different breed. <laughs> I don't know. That. I'm not about to copy and paste the same message, no. No, yeah, that's different. Yeah, I don't know about that one. <laughs> I don't know about that one. That's definitely
0: different. So how was you, like, how was you, like, break... you seem, like, more organic. Like, you don't seem toxic. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> how, how, was you, how was you raised up? Like, What was your childhood, like, Like, what type of relationships you seen growing uh,
1: up? I seen terrible relationships growing up. Um, <clears throat> my mother was, uh, I never I never grew up with my father. So I didn't see my father until I was probably like uh in the sixth grade. And then after that I didn't see him until I was in college. So um my mother she had a boyfriend um for thirteen years, never taught me anything. Uh he always disrespected my mama. Uh so I seen I seen a lot growing up, you know, um and I seen what not to do, how not to treat a woman. So Mm -hmm. Um, that's exactly why I'm so close to my mother and my sisters because I'm the only boy so we have a real close bond and um, I've seen my uncles be bad with women you know use them for money (laughs) you know I think that's one of the reasons why Mm -hmm. um, I don't ask women for money Um, it's just bad Um, but the good thing is like it just it all taught me to really just uh like, appreciate people who do good to you, you know, and my mother did a lot of great things for, you know, um, her boyfriend at the time, and he was just ungrateful, didn't appreciate it, you know, and, you know, I really had the chance to see her happy, uh, because she was in a 13-year relationship, but we ended up leaving, and we went to a homeless shelter, and uh, she had to start all over again. And while she was in the shelter, she met a guy and they read the Bible together. That's how they that's how they met. Okay. <laughs> that's how they met. They they um they had like a little Bible study in the shelter. And um wow. we, you know, in the shelter you have a time limit on how long you can be there. So while you're there, you have to look mm-hmm. for a job, look for a home, you know, and they help you. So our time had came up and we ended up moving back to our, our grandma's house. And his time was, you know, leaving you know, giving up too. So his mom had died and left him some money. And he ended up getting a house and getting a car. And he moved us in, you know. Him, him and my mom was together. And uh that was the first time I really seen her happy, you know. Like she was literally happy. And um they got married uh a year later. No, they got married. Uh, I think about three years later, yeah, it was like they two married? years. Well, he passed away. Uh, um, see, I got to get the math right. They were, I think, they were married for two years, but my little sister, uh, my mother, you know, had got pregnant with my little sister, and he uh, died from cancer, um, a year after they, you know, got married. So I seen just that split time of her being so happy, you know what I'm saying? Like, I knew. Like, this is how you treat it. This is how you treat a woman. Not the 13 years of the bad that you've seen focused on this, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's what really... Uh, that was my upbringing. Like, um... I'm not toxic at all. Like, I really just...
0: I'm going to the home <laughs> shows For real, yes, yes. Like, like, like I, I'm... Yeah, but, yeah.
1: Wow. every time I tell that story, people really... <laughs> they really uh, appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know. And what's... But like um wait go ahead. Oh, I'm yeah, like, no, but the the crazy thing is um he was he was an elder at the church. You know, she became a missionary. Now she's a pastor. Even though, you know, he's been gone for 5 years, she's a pastor now. So, um he kind of introduced her back into church, you know, because we didn't go to church when we was younger we always knew who God was but we never went to church like that because my mama's boyfriend mm-hmm. he was just you know just controlling so you know he introduced her to church and it was it was just like it was really one of those um one of those love stories that you really just it's like a fairy tale love story yeah yeah yeah, so yeah definitely 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 they, uh, yeah. <laughs> was, homeless, so <laughs> Man.
0: Like, they was married when they, when he passed yes, away, yes, right, yes. Though, yes. right? Yes, okay, yes. okay. they were
1: definitely married.
0: Oh, that's sad. Yeah.
1: She was about,
0: but like, how come? Oh, no, go ahead, huh? go ahead. So, how come, like, why do most men, like, most men would choose the 13 year old, the 13 year mm-hmm. with the other guy? Like, they would choose that mm-hmm. route. So, what made you choose? The right route, and then still
1: the yeah. wrong route. I mean, I just got—I don't like seeing women cry. <laughs> so that's—you that's, know—I don't like seeing women cry, like especially if, like, I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm really big on respect. So watching somebody disrespect your mama for 13 years, like this is the only woman you love, you know, and you know you really don't—you don't really rock with that, so. You know, when I finally, it wasn't even really when I finally saw her with somebody happy. Like, I just knew that wasn't it, you know, and I wanted to Mm -hmm. see her happy so much. And that's any woman I ever encountered. I was like, yo, I just want to make you smile. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that was just, that was my main goal, no matter what. So, you know, and then when I had got the chance to actually see her really smile and be happy, you know, I knew like, okay, that's the one. You know, cause I used to, be, I, I was real protective of my mama. Like after she broke up with him, you know, I was really like, I don't like none of these guys you're talking to. You know what I'm saying? I don't like none of them. You know, um, you can say she was broken too with her choices. Cause it was guys. I was just like, nah, you know, but when she actually, you know, met her husband, you know, at the time, like, yeah, I, I approved of him quick. I'm like, okay, I like him. I like his energy. You know, so now nah, I couldn't really just sit and choose the, the 13 years that I experienced and be like, okay, that's okay. Like, I care more about my mama. Like, I grew up with all around women. So, you know, I care about their safety, you know.
0: Yeah, but you could choose to be like him. Yeah. But yeah. you chose to be like a better man than the one yeah. he married. Yeah. And most guys choose the complete, the wrong opposite path and they start treating women the way with the men they seen growing up treat Yeah. Oh, that's yeah,
1: rare yeah um but i I knew what to pick and choose from him, like and he was real big on music, that's why i'm a that's why I like old school r and b because he was really big on that, so that's what I picked certain things from him that you know that I knew was good, like I knew his taste in music was good, you know, but the way he treat people, the way he treat my mom- oh no, nah, I'm not rocking with that, you know, i like I like the music though, so I'm gonna just take that with me, um, and then he just never taught me anything like most guys you know whether they have their biological father or they have a stepfather um uh, whether they treat the m- mother good or bad like usually they, they give the they treat the, the son with some type of respect or they teach him how to do something so that gives the son like uh a way of looking at it as okay yeah I got a little respect for you even though you treat my mama bad I still got a little respect for you so they're going to automatically take after him because he's taught them something you know but mm-hmm. nah my mama boyfriend didn't teach, didn't teach me nothing i didn't even know how to tie a tie until i was you know in 11th grade so i didn't know how to do anything i you know i didn't know how to change a tire <laughs> you know i didn't know how to do anything so i couldn't really he couldn't teach me nothing so i, I wasn't about to really take over take his habits or that like that yeah.
0: What about your biological dad? Like, where
1: he's like, where he at? Uh, he be around. (laughs) (laughs) I seen when I was in college. I seen him. Uh, I was uh going to get something to eat, and I seen him at McDonald's, and uh, he be around. You know, uh, I did connect with my brothers, um, on my dad's side through Facebook, and um, that was when we was in the shelter as well. But you know, I I I see him, but I don't really like wanna have a relationship with him to be honest with you. Um why not though? Because you chose, you made a choice. And it wasn't mm-hmm. it wasn't me. I don't have any hatred towards him or anything. Um I really, you know, don't even really think about him. Um if you say his name or anything or you say, oh I seen him, i am be like, oh that's what's up. You know, I don't have any hate towards him. But you had a choice and you didn't make the right one. And um I learned a lot without you being in my life. So uh, what can you really teach me? You know, um, and then when I seen him, he told me that my mother kept him away from me. And that was a lie. And I knew it was a lie. <laughs> my grandmother stayed in the same house for, you know, 30, 40 years. Like, so it was mm-hmm. it was just it's all about just being honest. And, you know, I just couldn't. I'm not really, you know, rocking with it. Um, if I have kids, you know, yeah, they they know who they granddad is but as far as like developing a relationship nah because when we when i did see him he wanted me to call him you know he wanted me to chase him and you missed you know 20 years why do i have to chase you to do something you know so yeah i'm not
0: <laughs> so did that change you like feeling like a bandit like did it like a boy? like what did that do to you it, like by not having your Oh, it made yeah.
1: me feel it made me feel like, you know, I wasn't loved, you because know, my brothers say he was in he was in their life. So I'm like, dang, what about me? You know, what about me and my sisters? You know, like what what made us different? You know, my mother wasn't a bad mother. She ain't gonna break your windows, but she you know, she ain't do none of that. Like my mama was cool. So, you know, why did you choose that? You know, and um and I experienced a lot, you know, when you growing up with all women and the boyfriend, you know, is love. We just gonna say, uh, little predator. You feel me? You, you experience a lot, so you have to like. I really grew up feeling like, damn, like my my dad don't love us. You know, if we didn't have to, if we had him, we wouldn't have to go through this situation. You know, cause it was it was really bad, and you know, once we explained to him what happened, you know what I'm saying, to my sister and everything, like, that still didn't change nothing, you know what I'm saying? Like, he still didn't try to check in and and that's when you just really lose respect for a person, (laughs) you know? So, yeah, I I really felt like I didn't, you know, I didn't didn't feel loved at all, you know? My mama was the only one that loved me, so when I, when Father's Day come up, I celebrate that with her, you know, because that's literally what it is, you know? And a lot of women, they always say, "I'm I'm a good guy, you know, I'm real respectful, real mature, and I just tell them, like, I get it from my, like, my mama taught me this, like, if my dad was to come in my life, or if he was in my life from the beginning, I I can't even be, to tell you if I'm this type of person, I'd probably be worse, because (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) my experiences made me. (laughs) For
0: real, like, people, people think that, like, okay, his dad, he wasn't, he was absent, you would think, like, you would turn out a certain way, but God knew what yeah. was going to happen. He knew he was going to yeah. walk away, and that's all part of the plan, but yeah. we think it's something else, yeah. but that's just part of how yeah. it goes. I, th- I met my biological dad at 23 years old, I had a dad that raised me since mm-hmm. I was one, and my biological dad, he was my Facebook friend for 10 years, and I didn't even know. He inboxed me, like, uh, I'm your daddy. <laughs> I'm like, you gotta get out of my inbox.
1: <laughs> oh, man, No. <laughs>
0: My mama, like, what? I'm like, no, what you mean, what? You got to get to the bottom of this. Oh, man. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> and he kept asking for a DNA test. And I was at the post office at that time, so I never had the free time to do it. I'm like, you know what? Let me get this DNA test. He called me like two days later, just pouring out crying, like, you're my daughter. I said, hold on, I didn't call my mom.
1: Wow. <laughs> I'm so lost <laughs> And it was like,
0: but by me being so broken, mm-hmm. Like to this day, I still can't open up right. to fully, just yeah. because my uh, perspective on me, and like I feel like most men let me down. So, like, why should I open up right. to you if right. I think you're gonna let yep. me down? Like, it's a progress, but me, and my daddy at 23, I was like, "That's a yes face." Definitely,
1: that's definitely.
0: But it definitely, I did. Like, I grew up not, even though I had a stepdad, but he was in prison. I went into, like, fifth grade to, like, I was 21, mm-hmm. but I still feel like I was a bandit. I feel like I wasn't good Her. enough. And I see my mom, she went relationship to relationship. And that's all yeah. I know. So I'm not going to let you people, I just went relationship to relationship. And I was like, yeah, this is not working. This is not yeah. fun. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's, that's definitely true.
0: It's damaging.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely true.
0: That's definitely true. Child... You got any questions for me? Yeah, though? I got
1: a. Yeah, I do have a few questions. Um, I think I
0: asked you all the questions <laughs> you sent
1: me. <laughs> I told you I didn't want to talk your ear off because I, I could, I could have kept going. Um, but do you think um that healing requires uh, forgiveness? Like, in, in order to heal, you have to forgive. You have to
0: forgive yourself. You have to forgive them. My my biggest thing was forgiving myself because it's like when you get to a point in life, you like you right. know better. Like, come on now, like you know you shouldn't be sitting right. for this, especially after most females keep dealing with something more than once. But like I always tell people, forgiveness for you because if you don't forgive for you, you gave that person too much power over your life, your emotions, yep. your heart. Yep. Like that's that's too much power to just give somebody when you don't forgive them. Like you walking around what's the phrase it saying if you don't forgive it's like drinking poison and hoping they get sick like that's mm. all it is mm. like they about to they' about to go on with life while you walking around bitter snapping on exactly. people who had nothing to do with that like but my biggest thing I forgive people I feel like that was my biggest issue that I would forgive and forget Correct. too quick and I would forget everything you done to me and then i fall back into the trap and let Correct. you back in so
1: yeah, that forgive and forget. I don't understand why that I don't know. Yeah, okay. But okay. Oh, I, uh, I can forgive a person, but I've never really forget it. It just it's 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 still in my head. Like, um, I don't hold you hostage to it, but um, it it still matters to me. You know, like when I when I broke up with mm-hmm. my ex, she uh, she ain't just go out and just blast me, but like you know you know how people um. on on Twitter it's called subtweeting but on Facebook people would share it you know they ain't gotta necessarily say it's you but you know that they talking about you and you know she used to put up she used to share a little post and be like you know guys ain't this and guys ain't that and you know and uh, it got to a point to where she started just making demeaning posts about me and I never even said anything I said okay you know, I still I'm still forgive you, even though you might be mad. I broke up with you. You just you know, you're not really focusing on the bigger picture, you know. And, uh, you know, I still I think for, I forgive people. Um, I just don't forget. Like um, I can't forget. People say forgive and forget. But I nah. I, I think I just I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I want people to be perfect or something. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's that's crazy
0: you ever got to a point like where you just hated somebody like you just hated like hate or bitterness just grew in your heart because like all the pain it you to be in a happy? relationship Yes
1: yeah. nah, I only been in two, you know, so i <laughs> man, I' only been in two, so I ain't really an expert, you know but I, I can i can I can honestly say though like I was really really angry um that I stayed the, the long, you know from Mm -hmm. in my last relationship i was really really angry at myself um because i didn't have to stay that long and i didn't have to put myself through certain things you know like that so yeah but not hate though i was just really really upset like i was i used to just are you stupid why you even staying this long you know what i'm saying why you even going through this like yeah yeah, so, (laughs) so yeah um yeah that's that's the crazy part um what else? I got another question. Uh, how long do you think it takes for a person to uh, for their healing process?
0: I don't think it's a time frame no for it. I always tell people, um, like, because women, I don't know, like, I I don't know a man time frame, but I just know women. Everybody gets fed up on their own date, so that's why I don't label women stupid, like when they keep settling or just keep going back because only a woman knows when she's tired and ready to start. Like, only right. she knows. Like, she's going to keep going. Like, like you said, most women, they there mentally or they probably there physically, but they gone right. Mentally right. years ago. And that's how, like, you there, but you're not really there. Like, you laying next to that person, but your mind is already planning on, on exactly. leaving. Exactly. But, um... Hey, like, what would you tell a guy like who's in the process of healing? Like, I feel like people don't talk about healing enough, not especially with guys. Like, you don't hear guys talking about, "Oh bro, I need to heal." Like, you don't hear that. Uh,
1: first thing I would tell them to do is uh be honest. You know, be honest with yourself. Um, you know, we we make mistakes, but you got to be honest with that, you know, whether the mistake is a red flag, whether the mistake is you probably cheated or the mistake might be Uh, You said something you weren't supposed to. You have to be honest with yourself, you know, and look, look in the mirror and be honest with yourself. That's how you, that's how you start to heal. When you be honest, if you lying to yourself, you know, then you lying about healing, you know, you, you really ain't even healing. So, Mm. um, the first step is really just, just being honest with yourself. And then, um, I would just say like, get in, get in touch with your, your emotions. You know, you might not, you might think you not an emotional person because you're so used to balling stuff up in you, you know, but just being, just crying. There's nothing wrong with crying. There's nothing wrong with writing. You know, It's nothing wrong with uh, listening to good music, not depressing music, not sad music, but real good music. Mm-hmm. Um, there's nothing wrong with praying. Um, I think a lot of people just, uh, we're so used to just saying, forget that or I'm going to be straight. We're so used to that that we you know, we don't even know how to really um, cry or show any type of emotion, you know, or some of us are only taught to show one emotion, which is anger. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people who say, oh, I don't know how to show emotion, but if you make them mad, they could emotion, you know, that's like mad is considered emotion. So a lot of people are only just taught one emotion and they're not taught how to be sad or be down. You know, we only guys are only taught to be tough. And if you show any type of emotion then your masculinity is fragile, you know. So yeah, I, the first step is definitely being honest with yourself and uh you gotta show you gotta show emotion. And you gotta really have that alone time. You know, really um mm-hmm. don't sit in the dark. Because <laughs> that can that could drive you oh, crazy yeah. though. If you <laughs> if you haven't if you haven't even if you haven't even prayed or anything, you just sitting in the dark like just looking at the wall, like some people can go crazy like that. Some guys can, you know, can really go crazy like that. You know, I sit in the dark, but it's like it's after I pray or something, or I'm I'm listening to music. If you just sitting in the dark, no music playing, nothing like that. It, it, that's that'll drive you crazy. That will <laughs> <Crazy. laughs> definitely drive you <laughs> crazy. So yeah, those those would be the steps definitely though to be to to really start your healing journey. Um, you know if you got to delete facebook for a minute or if you got to delete your instagram for a minute do that you know um going to the going to the, the person's page is is a good and a bad thing um the good thing Man, it, it is torture not- but if you if you so tune on healing that when you constantly go on their page the day that you don't is where it starts and then when you see that person in person you wouldn't feel away you get what I'm saying? Like most people, they block themselves from seeing a person and then when they see them in person, they uh, they get shy or they get triggered. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you, like, going on a person's mm-hmm. page is a good and a bad thing. You just got to have to know how to really juggle it. Like, if you, you're still looking at their face, this and, that, and, and it doesn't trigger you anymore, then you good. But if you, you know, you, you start going on their page and you start reacting to everything they post, that's when it becomes a problem. Because now you, like, you going on a page and now you making statuses knowing they can't see it, <laughs> but you is like I you really react to it. So. Yeah,
0: I can't. Those like I, I have a bad problem with. It, <laughs> I'm, I would leave a person and I would still go check their page, and it was like to me it was rehearsing the pain. Like it literally took me a while to break that habit. Like each time I'm on their page, and then you see something that you don't want to see of them talking about another girl or somebody else. It was it was like. I'm like you, I really feel like I was taking a knife and yeah. stabbing myself in the heart each time I typed that name. In, like that's something I had to pray off me. Like that was my only downfall yeah. when not yeah. healing completely was going back on the page and just rehearsing that same hurt again. Mm-mm. Yep.
1: Yep. Yep. Actually, you know what? You just <laughs> reminded me of something because I know I've been talking for too long. You just reminded me. Um, you asked, "Have I?" Um, you asked me earlier about um, basically have I did anything that uh, before my healing process or that that probably would have you know, messed me up to get over the person I was with. I actually did. Um, <laughs> it's a short story. I was cool with I was cool with this girl. You know, um, we we was chilling. She came over. She was chilling, and uh, she was telling me like a lot of women vent to me. So she was telling me about how she had broke up with her girlfriend because her girlfriend was cheating. I'm like, okay. So we chilling. She came over, we chilling, and Mm -hmm. um, started drinking. And I'm not really a heavy drinker. Like, I drink, like, rare. Like, maybe two times out the year. Like, I rarely drink. So we started drinking, and we ended up having sex. And, um... I've always been a cautious person when it comes to protection, but it happened so fast that, you know, for the first two seconds, I didn't have a condom on. So I remember when I put the condom on and we ended up doing it like a week or two later, she was throwing up. She and she called me and, uh, yeah, I might be pregnant. So now I'm like, Like, I'm scared. (laughs) I'm like, hold on, like off two pumps. (laughs)
0: Right, like like on two That's pumps, I'm like I'm, not
1: I'm like oh, wait, like I just like I, I put yeah, like I told her like I put on a I put on a condom. So you saying you got pregnant off the two pumps or the condom broke, because I know it didn't break. So she like she basically saying it was pre-cump. She probably pregnant. So now her girlfriend found out. Because now she's now she's back with the girl. I never knew. So because she told me she wasn't with the girl, so she takes the test. She ain't. She's not pregnant. Big relief off my shoulders. I'm like, oh my god, okay, I'm good. Darius, you need to chill. Cause at this time, you know, whenever when I first broke up with my first girlfriend, I was not having sex for three and a half years. Then that's when I got with my second girlfriend. So. You know, we broke up now, so I ain't, I not ain't plan on having sex, so I ended up having sex, and she ain't pregnant. Three days later, she, like, texts me. I text her. She, like, the doctors called me, told me I got a STD. I'm like, huh? Christ,
0: yeah. I'm like,
1: what the hell you got? You know, so she she tell me what... Right! So she tell me it's trigomonas, you know what I'm saying? Now, and mind you, mm-hmm. this is all going through my head. I'm supposed to be healing, right? I'm over here telling God I'm, I'm about to be celibate, you know what I'm saying, like I was the first time. I'm just, you know, here over here just lying, right? Basically lying straight through my teeth, right? So I rush to the clinic, take the test. You know, um, I got to do like a shot and three other tests and all this, right? Because now you got <laughs> syphilis, gonorrhea. They all cousins, basically. they brothers and sisters and cousins. <laughs> you feel? So, so you got to take all this, right? So now her girlfriend calling me. You know she want to talk to me, talking about oh you 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 had sex with my girl and you know well, right, I didn't even know this girl was in a relationship. People. She lied to me, right? Right. So now the girl she know her girlfriend been cheating. So I think that's why she came over and was talking to me because that's why she broke up with the girl. She you know said the girl was cheating. So now she didn't inv- convince her girlfriend. That I'm the one they gave it to. He like, he the only one I've been with. Woo, woo, woo. I'm like, okay. So now they accuse me of now. I'm getting mad because I'm like, I ain't even got my test back. Like y'all, you know, y'all jumped. Right. I know I ain't got it, but now I'm getting scared. <laughs> the more I look, the <laughs> hey, more I look the guy. on Google,
0: Google's saying <laughs> the
1: guy. The guy's the one. <laughs> you feel me? So um, long story short. Her, her girlfriend and friend of me on Facebook. So now I'm thinking she about to expose me. I'm like, oh, no. She's she trying to add me on Facebook and take one of my pictures and try to put it on. You know, I'm just thinking oh, all type of crazy, you know. So I get the test back. I don't have it. Never had it. You know what I'm saying? So now I know, like, yo, like, I ain't even, I know I didn't have it. You feel me? I text her, told her. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm sorry. Woo. Sorry don't mean nothing to me. You know, you just try to convince your girl that I had it right. The moral of this story is, I was supposed to be healing you know what I'm saying I was praying to God I was doing all that and mm-hmm. when you disobey God he make you pay that's how I looked at it I was like cause I you know I was when I first when my first girlfriend I was 18 you know and we she was a virgin I was a virgin so you know I lost my virginity to her so I used to get checkups but I never took an STD mm-hmm. test cause I was always just with that one person you know what I'm saying? So I have to go through all this, and I ain't even in a relationship. And I'm like, bro, God making me pay. I'm like, God is really making me pay because I'm literally supposed to be celibate, and I'm out here doing it to a person that you ain't got no business even talking to. You know, and that's when I really just had to lock in, like, okay, I'm about to heal for real because this I can't do this. You know, I I can't be doing trips, you know, to the clinic because when I went to the clinic, the guy was like, and I was trying to tell the nurse. <laughs> yo, I'm, I'm here to take I I don't even know how you say it, because you I never take the
0: me. test. So I'm
1: like, yo, I just got a... You know? I just gotta, <laughs> you know like, I'm like, yo, I got a <laughs> call and so I might have an STD. He, like, he couldn't hear me. And I'm like... <laughs> I'm, like I'm like, I'm like, yo, I got a call and so I might have an STD. I want to take the test. He like, hi? Huh? He said hi the second time. I was damn near screaming in the, in the, in the clinic trying to tell him, like, and it was just so embarrassing because it was two women right there. You feel me? I don't know what they there for. They might, you know, just be getting a little checkup. But it was embarrassing for me. Like, damn, now nah, I got it. You know, he just said I, I got I might have he an STD of two energy. girls. <laughs> like, I would
0: smacked
1: the thing. Yes. <laughs> you know, so that healing process is definitely tough, man. It's definitely tough. But that was my only slip up, though. That was my only slip up. Yeah, yeah I had to pay for that. You know, because you. I, I was I was supposed to be healing and I wasn't, you know, so
0: it but, is. Yeah. it's easy
1: being celebrated it, it's a journey.
0: easy
1: though to me. It's definitely a journey. It's, it is. Right. It, it was it easy when easy. I went through three <laughs> and a half years. It was real
0: easy. I mean, I don't I don't oh, get man, I mean I don't think about <laughs> sex like like most women do. Like I don't get horny, like most guys are like, you don't get horny like right. no, I don't buy toys. Like I feel like there's no point of being celebrated if like I buy a toy. Like right. that's, that's cheating. Like that's like a cheat code to me. And like exactly. I slipped exactly. up though that, in my journey. I definitely did. Right. I just had a weak spot for the guy who I was getting over, and he used that mm-hmm. against me, knowing I had a weak spot or had feelings for him still. Yeah. But but once I got rid of him, this thing easy breezy. Right. Like yeah, it's,
1: it's it's definitely easy. It's definitely easy because you don't even. It's it's so easy for me because, like, I'm, I post motivational posts on Facebook, but, you know, everybody only really, really noticed when I'm going outside of the script. So if I'm not posting that motivational, they might see me post a picture and it might be uh, sexual, <laughs> you know, and... and <laughs> Right, right. And then, like, not everybody on my head. They're like, "Yo, how you selling right, what exactly. you're this?" I'm like, "Yo, I'm still a, I'm still a human. Like, it's not affecting me like that. Like, it's not really, it's not making me let's go do. You know what I'm saying? Go do like, something. Yeah. It's just like I'm still. <laughs> that's just still part of me. Yeah, right, right. Like it's not, you know. I, 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 I do be trying to calm it down though, but, so I know how to work it, so. <laughs> But oh, you wow. know like, she like, boy, I'm about to block you. <laughs>
0: okay, at first you gotta pass. Yo, mama's in <laughs>
1: She she look, she is see it and she just be like, Yeah, boy, you better, I'm about to block you. You know, my pastor, he be on there, he see it, he be like, Yo, next time you post something, just let me know. So I don't <laughs> so I don't see it. So I calm it down, but you know the celibate, like the celibacy journey, is 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 real easy when you get used to it, and then like you don't really fall into into uh temptation because it's it's so hard for you to do that. You know, um, yeah, it's like when I went three and a half years, I was on campus with nothing but women, and I didn't even look at them. I'm just like okay, let I me mean, keep going. Like it just wasn't. I was so used to it. So it's definitely
0: easy. <laughs> Go home, <she> <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it's a
1: journey, man. Right. <laughs> oh, that's, wow. right
0: man. But it's I, I don't say, yeah, years—that's yeah. a lot. That's that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, so you wasn't—oh, cel- you wasn't definitely. celibate with that definitely. um the second relationship, was you know?
1: Um the second relationship I was-'cause mm-hmm. I was going in you know I was going into my fourth year, and I started celibate. I started off I told her I was celibate, and um what is? uh I think um we ended up going out and you know she was she she was one of those women where you can't have sex with me, and we just gonna be having sex like you have sex with me we together, you know, and we ended up having sex, and then that's when the, the it broke, you know. So we ended up being together, and I knew it, you know. I wasn't, I wasn't like, oh no, but I knew, like, okay, we together then. And then that's well, when I broke so like, it. So was three and a half years, you know, I years, came into the relationship.
0: I was pissed at the breakup. I was like,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was, you know what? I was scared, but I wasn't as scared after I had broke up the relationship, and I, you know, did slip up Mm -hmm. with the girl i was more scared with the slip up with the girl because now it's like it's it's diseases and everything involved with this it was like you know it was like yeah all right i know this i know this wrong but this is the person i'm gonna be with you know this person i really see myself with i don't see myself with another uh, no another woman so i felt like it was right at the time you know and when it when it happened i felt bad but then I was like, okay, I'm repent. repent oh, that's you what know? Michael <laughs> Todd <Tye> said. Michael <laughs> and, Tye, he said, you know, it, it, he said, yeah,
0: I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna repent. He said, you know what that did? That just made me do it again. <laughs>
1: yep. Exactly. Yep. Do it again hey. because now you just like, oh, I'm gonna repent. On I'm too repent. I am mean, not
0: like to on these two minutes when nah. those guys he mess up. You know, but, I, was, I was mad. <laughs> I was two minutes. That's when it's real quick when you, know what what quick what you, you <laughs> just break that substance thing with somebody. They real quick, like, man, dude, I just, I just messed up.
1: My whole journey for your one minute, Man. yeah, Yup, yep, yep. That's it, it. It get it's embarrassing, and it's like, especially if you do like a whole year. Like, oh damn, I just broke this for two minutes. Like, we couldn't even do like an hour. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that definitely. <laughs> That's definitely uh. <laughs> I
0: went home. I, I cried I would each time I broke sick my, about that, um, like, oh my commitment God. to it. I literally go home and feel disgusted, and I literally would cry, like, because it's like you just feel like they flesh or they soul yeah. on you, like, and they flesh feel so dirty, and it was like, ugh, yep. I hate it. I hate the feeling. Like, yep. I think that feeling by yep. itself really yep. forced me to be celibate, and being a soul tie. I used to dream that the guy was dating his daughter mom. They used, they used to rape me in my dreams. So that's when I was like, you know what? I'm done. It's like mm-hmm. after that soul tie, it was like a demonic thing yeah. going through my body, like because he was mm-hmm. having sex with me, sneaking had sex with her. So it was like all, all everybody's soul was tied together. Right. And after that, I was like, Yeah, I'm done. Like I can't do this. No yeah. That soul tie stuff is real. Mm-hmm.
1: Soul ties are definitely yeah. real. You know, uh you start acting like the person, you know, you start getting in, in exactly. anger. And like, oh, what is this I coming from? It's me. Me. not even me. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you really <laughs> Right, for real. <laughs> definitely, man. Definitely, you know. It is and it was yeah. Yeah, even when I went even when I was when I went three and a half years celibate. I didn't even call it celibacy. I was just I didn't know what it was. Like I was going to church but I didn't know what celibacy was you know i was just like yo i'm not having sex with nobody i can't mm-hmm. just have sex with anybody i don't trust it you know i've always been a person paranoid like i don't trust it I don't, you know i need this i need protection this and that and um i really just i enjoyed that journey because i was really at peace i didn't have to really worry about anything you know I, I knew who god was i followed his word so you know i think um to be honest with you i think the relationship. My last relationship wasn't going to work anyway because she, I mean, she was Muslim. Like, God oh, wasn't you really, him. you know, going to prove of that um, exactly, you know. Even though I asked my pastor, you know, and he lied to really? like, well, yeah, the I'm like, pastor, you lying, you know. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, pastor, you lying, you know. And uh, yeah, so I knew I knew it wasn't gonna work, but I just felt like, well, maybe I can change it, you know. And yeah, like I broke, I, I broke my like, like, What did she people. do? Oh. no, no, she didn't. She didn't pray. Yeah, no. Uh, and that's really because we was we was technically together for three years, but we broke up for six months because really? um, of the religion. She didn't, I was, yeah, I was telling her, like, um, you know, she wanted, she basically wanted a Muslim man. And I told her, I'm not converting. I'm like, look, I can, I can learn about what you believe in and I can respect it as long as you can learn about what I believe in and you can respect that. You know, I don't have to convert. You ain't got to convert. And she took that and spent it and was like, I don't know. She, I don't know. She spent it and was just saying, like, I ain't going to church, da, da, da. And then you know, so that's when we broke up. But then, you know, I started missing her for the, for them six months, and you know, I had made a whole little uh, Facebook post, too. and, <laughs> and then we ended up getting back together. And that's why, <laughs> yeah, you know, looking like a fool, you know. But uh, the
0: was like, okay, man, my friend, bitch, was telling me, take this time, <laughs> you know, that ain't...
1: <laughs> You know, so. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so I knew I knew it wasn't gonna work, but I, I I wanted to make it work because I'm like, yo, some some people just feel like we can make something, we can make a relationship, and you can't do that, you know. So yeah, Mm-mm. I'm not I'm I'm celebrating, no, I ain't breaking it. Um, I'm I'm trying to stretch it to marriage. To I, I be just honest, never, with I,
0: you did, so. I just never like date. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, did, like, I was like, I never date nobody outside of my religion. But guys, I be dating. I don't believe not in nothing anyway. <laughs> i was like, what can you believe in? <laughs> man, universe, man. like, no. <laughs> man. But yeah,
1: think,
0: like, yeah. The healing like, process oh, no, is, man, no, I think you can't do it without God. That's like, that's the foundation of it. You can't do it without God. It's impossible. And I think everybody just, of okay, right. just got to sit at home, journal. Like, exactly. if you're not including God in that process, <laughs> it's not going to get done. That's the only wow. way. I got through it is literally praying to God, praying to God, reading the Bible and just going crazy, like just wanting to get like, But I'm thankful though for what happened because it it just changed me, made me a better person, so but some people let stuff make them bitter, but
1: I'm like nah, that's too much yeah, like once you you get to praying to God you're already locked in like, you can't, you can't even really turn your back. Like, you locked in. You know, you have to heal now. And that was a big big step for me in my journey. Because I, I I was never... Uh, I didn't
0: either.
1: I never went to church like that. So, yeah, like, I never went to church like that. I wasn't against the church. It's just like, I just never went. You know, I always prayed and read the Bible, and I was good. That's how I felt. And, you know, I had to start going to church more, you know what I'm saying, just to get my mind off of it, you know. And, yeah, that healing process definitely definitely works it definitely works you know if you if you can't if you, can't, so like, what, what if you don't you have god it ain't to gonna work
0: somebody it's that like okay like they believe in god they they pray sometimes or like how would you suggest somebody to like heal like i feel like everybody some people do want to heal but i feel like their relationship with god haven't got strong enough to even start like you got to be at a certain point with god to even start the healing process a lot of people not at that point with god so it's like how can you
1: how can they heal? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know, because, like, my first step was to be honest with yourself. But sometimes people be honest with themselves, and they still want to, mm-hmm. you know, deal with it. So, um, I don't know. Like, I think I would just, the first thing I would just tell them is... Uh, um, it's a scripture in the Bible,
0: I and you know it, say no. about to say it I don't even know, what
1: but it's basically <laughs> you. You know it. I you you definitely know it. It's it's about oh, my favorite. Uh, I don't know that scripture, but I know what you're talking and,
0: about. Um... <laughs> Boy, I wonder if you're talking about right, right. the so one on that do with your mind. your mind. <laughs> what is it? I know what you're talking about. I do what I don't do, but I do something I do do <laughs> I <It's> not... <laughs> I'm about to Google it now.
1: <laughs> I do what I want. Oh, man.
0: Uh, <laughs> but basically, like... <laughs> what is the
1: verse? Oh, um... Oh, I can't even remember it. But basically, that would be... Um... If I had to tell a person, like, get them, you know, somewhere to start, like, I would literally just talk to them and tell them, like, um, what's more important? You know what I'm saying? What, the, which, what your uh, flesh attracts or I think it's your I'm soul. I'm about to find it. I'm looking right now. your flesh your Because soul. I like, I just sure. want to tell them, like,
0: you can't make it <laughs> up a Bible verse. I don't really care what you got to say. Like, because people give opinions. Where does Bible verse say? <laughs> it say Romans seven fifteen. I don't know what I'm doing. This ain't it. Wait, I don't know what I'm doing because I don't do what I want to do. Instead, I do the thing that I hate. No, that ain't it.
1: No, nope, that ain't it. I think it's <laughs> in the I'm mistaken.
0: Let me type in flesh first spirit. <laughs> I know um, tdj has got something on that. That come on Pandora all the time when he always talking about it.
1: Yeah, he definitely. Well,
0: does. do. Oh, it is Galatians. It's Galatians, but where? Let me see. I ain't got time to read that whole paragraph. <laughs> it's like, I say, I say, being walk in the spirit, <laughs> and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. That ain't it, is it? I'm done. <laughs> It's not. It. it should be five, Galatians. Six, <laughs> no.
1: Seventeen. Oh, it should have been. I think it's seventeen. Okay. If I'm not mistaken. It should be like seventeen. Okay,
0: seventeen. Where it's basically for the flesh, yeah, I think that's it. What the spirit and the spirit? What is what? That ain't it. That ain't it. <laughs> I yeah, tell it. me what you're trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, basically, what I'm saying
1: is. Basically, basically, what I'm saying is like, for a person who's trying to heal but they don't really have like uh, that connection with God, or they do have a small connection with God, I will, I'm basically saying like, I would sit them down and just. Cause a lot yeah. of people don't like when people throw Bible verses at them, but I would sit. I would sit them down and ask them like, "What's more important, your flesh that's attracting him, or is your spirit attracting him?" You get know, you know what I'm saying, and. That, when you ask a person that, that can really make them think like, okay, I'm in this relationship, what I'm in it, in it for, you know, because most of, most of the time, we have a battle with our flesh, because our flesh is attracted,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, attracted to the person that we with, so...